0: Welcome to the Master Passive Income Podcast, where we talk about investing in real estate rental properties with a special focus on making enough money so you can quit your job and live the dream life. And now, here's your host, Dustin Heiner. How do you become a millionaire if you are starting with zero dollars? Now, I'm going to tell you how I did it and how you can absolutely do this, too. Now, I'm going to definitely be straightforward and say this is not a get rich game, But I will tell you, I personally became successfully unemployed. I quit my job at 37 years old. And I will never, ever have to work another job again because I have money coming in, because I have real estate, I have businesses, I have assets, I have all this other great stuff, and I want to show you exactly how to do that. Now, as you are starting out, you might be at zero, you might have a little bit of money, you might have some money, but there are so many key principles that you're going to need to know if you want to be wealthy, and if you wanna be rich, if you wanna be a millionaire, especially if you're starting with zero. Hey guys, my name's Dustin Heiner with Master Passive Income, and I wanna show you how to quit that J-O-B, that just over broke job, by investing in real estate rental properties so you never ever have to work a job again. Now let's look at how you can become wealthy. How do you can become a millionaire if you're starting with zero? Now there are some key principles that you're absolutely going to need to know and actually implement in your life right now because there is no such thing as a get rich quick scheme. I mean there might be for a very rare few, but if you look at any of the millionaires out there, people that are wealthy that have money, that have means, that travel the world, buy expan- you know fancy things, it's because they worked their tail off. They worked hard to get where they are. And so they are living the life that they have because they built it up. Now you can absolutely do this too. Now, the first thing that you need to do in your life is get out of debt. That's the number one thing that you need to start doing is work your way to get out of debt. And I do have plenty other videos teaching you how to get out of debt. My personal favorite is the snowball method, where you're paying off one debt. eh, I don't need to go into that. There's so much in there. So what check out the description for the video on how to do the snowball method, how to get out of debt. So the first thing is getting out of debt. Now debt is basically borrowing money from a bank, borrowing money from a bank to buy something so that you would pay it off later. And then they charge you money. They basically are saying, we're going to rent you our money, you're going to pay us our money back and interest and more If you're doing that, you're just literally throwing money away. It's just going into the garbage. You should not do that. In fact, what you should do is actually be lending your money. That's the end goal is to where you're like a banker, where you're lending your money. Or if you're like me, buying real estate and having people rent out that rental property. Now, I absolutely want to get you investing in real estate rental properties. Text the word rental. R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. Rental to 33777. I want to get you that. I will literally send you that free course myself, show you how to fund the properties, find properties, build the business, make sure you can quit your job, make it all automatic. I'll do that for you. Now, as you're cutting out your debt, what you're going to want to do is realize that you stop digging the hole. Like, Don't get further into debt, but now get out of the hole. So here's the way that you're going to do it. Now, the second thing that you need to do is to cut your expenses. Now, I completely understand that it's so much easier to say and harder to do. Like, let's say you live in a really expensive area of the country that the rents are really, really high or the price of your mortgage or the price of the home that you bought in your mortgage is really expensive. I completely understand that. But let's start small. Let's start at the little things that you probably could cut out. Maybe if you smoke cigarettes, maybe smoke less cigarettes. I hope you don't smoke cigarettes, but if you do, cut that back. Or if you can go with the off-brand of sodas or whatever it might be, um, and even cutting things out, like if you go to Starbucks or you go get coffee once a day and you spend 5 to $8 on that coffee, then maybe make 25-cent batches at home and drink that and save that money. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm absolutely not against all the luxuries in life, But right now, as you're building up your wealth, to become a millionaire, you want to cut cut back things. You want to sacrifice things now for the future. There's a term, it's called delayed gratification. Most people don't know what delayed gratification is, or they don't even imply it into their lives. Now, delayed gratification is... Delaying or putting off something that is good for the future as opposed to trying to get it right now. Now when you have delayed gratification, you're saying I'm going to forego or stop or not have this latte or this cappuccino because that extra $5 is going to go to where I'm going to be able to invest that and make money from that. So what you wanna do is look in your everyday expenses to cut out things. Now, when you are wealthy, when you have plenty of money, when you have money coming in and you could quit your job, you can travel the world, buy whatever you want, then get those luxuries, then afford those things. You can put those things back into your life. Now, I will tell you, one little caveat is, more than likely, you're going to be like, man, I don't know, I never really needed that. Like, I'm not going to miss that anymore. Things that I used to spend money on that I cut out, I just realized, man, I really didn't need those. Like, it's okay, it's, I'm gone now. And so that is going to be helping you as well as getting out of debt and cutting your expenses. So you're not going to be digging the hole any deeper in your debt, and you're going to be climbing out of it. So if you're spending less money, hopefully you can use that money to pay off your debt. Now, if you already have your debt paid off, you have your cut expenses already, you're doing great. The next step is to increase your income. Now, if we're gonna be millionaires, we need to have more money, but we also need to buy assets. We need to increase our income. And so what you can do is go to your boss and say, hey boss, I've been working really hard for you and here are the reasons why you should give me a raise. Number one, I am killing it in sales. Number two, I'm doing this. Number three, I'm doing this. And it's going to benefit you, boss, if you give me a raise because I can work that much harder for you. That will hopefully increase the amount of money that you bring in. Another few things, you can absolutely get a side hustle or work on the side if you create a podcast and you know have sponsors on your podcast or you have a YouTube channel or you buy and sell things on eBay if you find things at like a flea market or a yard sale and then you realize hey this is worth like 10 times what I bought it let me sell it on eBay or fam- or Facebook marketplace or something like that that is a way to generate more income man even drive for Uber Drive for Uber and make more money. You can even create an Etsy account, etsy.com, and sell things on Etsy. It could be even a downloadable, like a printable thing, where you do it one time and just keep selling it, and you make money. There are so many different ways to make money. In fact, I actually have another podcast, another YouTube channel, called Successfully Unemployed, where I teach how you can actually become successful unemployed, and I've also interviewed people. Experts who are successfully unemployed. So look in the description for successfully unemployed as well. But you can even just type search successfully unemployed in YouTube and you'll absolutely find that as well. Now as you are working on these things, you're getting out of debt, you're cutting your expenses, you're increasing your income, the next thing that you want to do is save for future investing. That is by far one of the best things that you can do. And the fourth thing that you need to do is to save for an emergency fund. Now, I can't stress this enough. All those students that I bring on, see, I invest in real estate rental properties and I help them to buy real estate, buy rental properties, make $250 a month in passive income every single month from every single property they buy. Now, if they make $250 from one property, that is $3,000 extra a year in passive income. If they have 10 properties, that's $2,500 a month in passive income. And that is $30,000 in passive income every single year if they buy real estate rental properties. Now what they need to do though, and before I take them on as coaching students, I say you need to save for an emergency fund. Now an emergency fund is just what it sounds. Let's say you're driving your car to get back and forth from work or you're driving for Uber to make more money, but your car breaks down. Well, you don't wanna go into debt. You don't wanna pull out your credit card and actually utilize your credit card to pay for this expense. You don't wanna get into debt. This is your emergency fund, so you don't go into debt. So this emergency fund, my suggestion is $2,000 in an emergency fund at the bare minimum. You wanna get to $2,000. Now, once you get there, you're on the road to a million dollars a million dollars in money as well as in assets and in all of wealth. Now, the sixth thing what you wanna do is you want to save for future investing. I wanna see you get to $10,000. All the students that I bring on in Master Passive Income and the Real Estate Wealth Builders, they the minimum they have to have is $10,000 in order to start investing. Now, I will say it's absolutely possible, it is absolutely possible to invest with $0. It's just very, very hard. It's very, very hard and trust me, If you go down that route, you can do it, but it's going to be so hard on you that you might be giving up, and we don't want you to give up. Work hard to get $10,000. Once you have $10,000, we can buy that first rental property. Now, I know you might be thinking, well, I live in San Francisco, or I live in New York, or something like that, where it's really, really expensive. You do not have to invest in the area that you live. I love investing out of state. I invest all over the country. My students invest all over the country. When I first started investing, it was in California. I lived in California, and it was 2006, 2007, and I realized the market was going up, 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 and if I were to buy a property there, I would be losing money every single month because I could not make passive income. What I did was I literally flew to Ohio, flew to Ohio, bought property there, and kept buying more and more property. Now I have 30 plus properties, each making me a minimum of $250 a month in passive income. And I've out to other states, Texas and Arizona. I have students investing in like North Carolina, Tennessee, Florida, all over the place. Now, you can do that too. Once you have $10,000, you can go to other places. Not, and I will say, I never fly physically anywhere anymore. Everything is so technology based. You can look everything online. You can find people online. You can find properties. You can do this business online. I literally never fly anywhere again to view properties. Out of all the 30 of them, I've only seen two of them physically. I was literally in the area of one of my properties and I said, hey, let's just drive by there and visit it. It was in Houston, Texas. And that is amazing when you think about it. But for me as an investor, It's easy. I don't need to worry about my properties because I have other people running my business for me. So once you have $10,000, we can buy your first property. Let's say Tennessee or Oklahoma or North Carolina or Florida or anything like that. We can take that $10,000, buy a 50, a 60, a $70,000 house. And yes, there are houses that are only 50 or $60,000. There are some that are even like 20 and $30,000. We can buy those properties with your $10,000 and make you a minimum of $250 a month. I'll give you an example. One of my students, he literally bought a duplex with zero of his own money down. He had a few other properties, so he had experience, so he was able to get private money. He was able to get hard money. He was able to also get a mortgage. He was able to put all that together and buy a property. I have another student that just bought in Memphis, Tennessee, and he literally put money in and then took his money back out. He refinanced the property cashed out all that money back out and then bought the next property. So many great things I'm going to show you. Keep stick with me. Remember, subscribe to the channel so you can keep getting all this great information on how to do this. The next step is you must build the business first. You're going to hear me say this all the time because nobody else is saying this. No other real estate investor talks to you about this or nobody who's teaching real estate will tell you that you need to build the business first. They'll just tell you find a property, analyze the numbers, make sure it's going to make you money, then buy it and then I'm going to tell you that if you do that, you're going to lose money. In fact, I love buying properties off of people who do that because they do it wrong. And then they're fed up. They're like, just take this property away from me. I don't want this property anymore. It's a headache. I hate these tenants. I hate dealing with them. I don't want to have it. Take it. And I buy it for pennies on the dollar, which is great because they're just fed up. They just want to get rid of it. What you want to do is build the business first. And now, Quick, broad overview, and I have so many other videos teaching you how to do this, but you wanna make sure you have the right people in place. Property managers, realtors, home inspectors, wholesalers, roofers, plumbers, handymen, contractors, all these other people, you wanna have all these people ready to do work for you in the business. Now, here's the biggest thing out of building the business is you're gonna have your property manager. They're like your quarterback. Your property manager is your quarterback making sure that you're scoring, making sure that you're making money. Now, here's a big pro tip I'm going to give you. You hire the right property manager. And there are tips and ways to actually find the right and hire the right property managers, not ones that are going to steal from you. But you listen to them. They are the experts. I'll tell you, I have hundreds of students who invest all over the country. And they ask me, well, Dustin, what do you think about this area? I'm like, well, I'm not the expert. You're not the expert. Who is the expert? It's the people on the ground working there. So as you're buying your properties, you're not buying them. Unless your property manager or your realtor or your home inspector, like everybody else signs off on it. They're the experts. We're going to rely on them. Now, once you've built the business, you have the right people in place, then you go out and you buy your first rental property. Now, you've already done everything else from cutting your debt to increasing your income, cutting your expenses, saving your money. Now, we got to start growing that money. We need to start making you more money. Now, there's only so much time in the day, you can't just get a second, a third, a fourth, or fifth job. In fact, all you're doing with a job, and I like to say it's just over broke, J-O-B, just over broke. You're living just over broke because your boss is only paying you enough to keep you working, and not so much that takes money out of their pockets. Now, you need to get paid for your value. When you work a job, you're trading an hour for money. We don't want to do that. We want to get passive income. That makes us money over and over again. The properties that I buy, that I make $250 a month in passive income, when I buy those properties, I literally don't do any more work on those properties, and I make money year after year. And then I could pass that down to my kids, and they can make money year after year. And I'll tell you, I literally only work 30 minutes, not a day, not a week. 30 minutes a month on all of my real estate investing because I built the business first, because I have people running the business for me and I just make sure they're doing their job in a 30-minute period, just look at the statements and say, okay, everything's good, let's move on. You can do that too. The next step, and this is crucial, once you buy that first property that's making you $250 or more in passive income, do not spend that money. Do not spend that money that you make, that passive income that you make from that one property, you save it. You save that money so that you can then buy the next property. So if you take that $250 and you go get a car payment on a new car, you don't really need it, but you're like, I I have money, so let me go buy a car. If you do that, you're basically eating all the profits right away. You're not able to grow that. Now, I'll tell you, this is how I did it. I did everything I've just told you how to do, and then I took that $250. In fact, my first property was like $381. I remember that check specifically. I got my check from my first property, property manager, $381. I didn't do a thing. The property did all the work. My property manager did all the work and my bills were paid. That was $381. And I realized if I got 10 properties, that'd be $3,810. Wouldn't that be amazing? Now, here is also an amazing thing. I literally do not pay my insurance. I don't pay my taxes. I don't pay my mortgage. I don't pay my property manager. I don't pay any of that stuff. My tenants pay those things and I make money In passive income, that $381 is on top of all that other stuff. I just made passive income. So what you want to do is take, like I said, that minimum of $250 from that property, save it. In one year, that's $3,000 extra to buy your next property. It's going to be like a snowball. You get a snowball, you're on top of a big mountain, and there's snow all over the mountain. You throw that snowball, it starts rolling down the hill. At first, it starts really small and not as fast as it could be, It's kind of slow, but it grabs a little bit more snow and gets heavier. Then it grabs a little bit more snow and gets heavier and gets faster and heavier and faster. and just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger as it goes down the mountain. That is what it looks like with passive income. You take that $250, you buy the next property that makes you $250. That's a total of $500 in passive income from two properties. Fast forward, you get to 10 properties. That is $2,500 total in passive income every single month. That's $30,000 a year. You can buy at least one or two properties a year from those properties. It just keeps getting better and better. So keep turning that into that next property. Now here's the best thing about this is you do it all over again. Do it all over again, over again, and over again. And here's what happens for me. As I buy my next property, I make more money. Then I make more money to buy that next property, which makes me even more money. Every single property that I buy, I make more money. And what's so great is I've gotten mortgages, I've gotten hard money, I've used credit cards, literally use credit cards to buy properties. It's an advanced strategy. Don't like jump into doing that. It's an advanced strategy, I can show you how to do. But as I did that, I made so much money that I was then able to pay off all the debts, the credit cards, the mortgages, the private money all that sort of stuff, I literally paid those off. And now out of the 30 plus properties, I wanna say maybe four or five mortgages out of all of them. Everything else is paid off free and clear. That's literally wealth. Now, if you look at your wealth, if you wanna be a millionaire, it's cash and assets, things that make you money and things that are worth more. If you have 10 properties that are worth $100,000 each, that's a million dollars right there. You can absolutely do this. And I wanna show you how to do this. You guys are awesome. Become a millionaire. You absolutely can do this. We'll see you guys.